Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. It's amazing to have you here. Thank you very much for tuning in again if you're a regular listener and a very warm welcome to you if this is your first time. Now today I'm feeling extra excited because this marks day one of my five-part mini-series on how to create more balance as a working mum. If you're listening to this on the day of release, it's the 19th of April and the mini-series will run um, all of this week. We've got a fabulous group of mums signed up and I'm so, so looking forward to seeing what we create together. If you haven't signed up yet, but you are now feeling like you might be missing out, you still have time to do so, I hope. Um, If you head over to subscribepage.com forward slash busy to balanced, um, you'll get the notifications of when I go live and that will be 12 noon every day in the Facebook group, The Balancing Act. Um. They will all be available on replay. So if you're listening to this later on in the week and you still fancy joining us, joining us, then please do so. Um, you can always catch up afterwards. But this week I'm going to be sharing a mix of mindset shifts, tools that you can action straight away. And I think also building that a strong sense of community in the group because there's real power that can be taken from shared experiences with other mums and finding that actually we face quite a lot of the same challenges um, or at least very similar, albeit in slightly different circumstances depending on our particular setup. Um, So yeah, I'm excited and yeah, I hope you are too. I've really, really loved my Facebook community ever since I started off this business. And it was the first place, really, that I started sharing the things that I care about as a working mum. It was it gave me the first confirmation, I guess, that the things I struggle with and have struggled with in the past were things that other working mums could identify with as well. And I think really the first confirmation that I might have some value to share in order to make an impact in this area that I care so much about. So I think it just feels extra special to me in some way that the the five day mini series will be running in the Facebook group. Um, it sort of seems pertinent in some way. So as I mentioned, I'll be going live at 12 every day talking about how to shift some of this overwhelming busyness and turn it into a little bit more balance, which, you know, can be quite a a long term journey and maybe arguably also um, something that we we always have to practice. But I think there's always room for improvement and we can always benefit from making those small steps. And what I've found myself is that actually a lot of small steps can add up into really big differences 
in how I feel. So the things we'll be covering are why we're so busy. Why is it such a common thing? Uh, What even is balance right now? You know, is it even possible in these circumstances to feel that you have any balance in your life? We'll be looking at getting really intentional around around this idea of balance and from that then looking at what it means to you in particular and then finishing off by how we start making changes and um, implementing them into a longer term strategy. So yes I really hope that you you can join us. What I wanted to talk about today is why frustration can be seen as a good thing. And I have to caveat this by saying that I definitely have not always thought of it that way. And still, I don't always find it easy to think of it in that way. So what I thought I would do was talk about, first of all, what frustration looks like for me. Um, you know, how does it feel and how do I recognise that I feel frustrated? Where it tends to show up in my life um, and, and then how I release it. And then given all of that as context, I'll talk about how I have then been able to reframe frustration into something that feels more positive and useful thing to feel. So for me, I think that frustration looks like spending a lot of time in my head um, with sort of the same stories whirling around on repeat. You just go, the same thing went round and round and round again. And those stories notably tend to have a lot of gross generalizations involved. Things like, I always do this. They never do that. Oh, this happens all the time. You know, it's always like this. Um, it's so unfair. It's always so unfair. It's all right for them. Those sorts of things where you're sort of making blanket statements and assumptions about something else and in particular, and either another circumstance or another person. I think, you know, hopefully you get the idea from that. And I guess that when I'm in that space of the whirling stories, it makes me feel stuck because saying those um, very definite statements makes me feel like I don't have any choice. Like a lot of this stuff is out of my control. That's what I'm telling myself. And there's nothing that I can do about it. You know, that's just the way things are. And... Um, I guess that that's what felt real for me for for a very long time, and you know I've I've always felt frustration. Of course, you know right from you, I I know I notice frustration in my toddlers. It's a very natural emotion, but I think that when I became a working mum, it became it started to become more dominant emotion, and I was noticing it cropping up more and more. So where it tends to show up for me, like very simply, actually, is when I'm doing things that I don't really want to be doing. 
And sometimes I've admitted to myself that I don't really want to be doing them, but sometimes I haven't. And, you know, me not wanting to do something can be for lots of different reasons. It might be because I feel like I don't have the time and actually I want to be doing something else. It can be because I feel like, you know, I've already done my share and by doing this extra thing, I'm taking on a disproportionate share of, of work and whether that be you know, work or or housework or whatever. Um, it could be because I don't really enjoy that particular thing or it can be um, because I just rather be somewhere else. So I think in the past, how I have released the frustration is, first of all, I probably haven't actually. I've just kept it up, kept it bottled up inside. And, you know, sometimes that's okay, I guess, if it's like a small thing and, you know, I don't want to cause a fuss or whatever. But then what tends to happen is lots of these small things build up and they build and build and build until I notice this like like almost constant low level frustration going on so that every little thing then starts to annoy me. And I know that I am definitely prone to like making little sarky comments about things Um And I find that that's not particularly constructive because nothing changes. It's it's not well received. And so the cycle just begins all over again. And I feel like I'm back in the same place again. So I think what I have been able to do then in terms of reframing has been so, so helpful. And I guess... My overarching idea behind frustration being a good thing is seeing it as a source of information. So I'm a scientist by background, as I know many of you are too. And so you might be able to relate to sort of seeing frustration as an observation. So you're observing the fact that, oh, I seem to feel frustrated right now. And you're using that observation to draw some conclusions about what is going on. And, you know, in the past, that might have been those stories. But actually now you can, when you're able to sort of stop and do that noticing, that's when you can start to get curious as to why you feel that way. So... Um, as I said, I know for me that when I feel frustrated, it's it's most likely because I've said yes to something when really I actually meant no. And when I look at it in that way, like that's then on me. Um, and that can be quite a hard thing to hear, um, particularly if this is the first time that you've thought about it in in that way. Um, you know, it involves taking responsibility, I guess, for um, the situation that you're in. But actually, the great thing about saying it that way is then it means that you can do something about it. And that's not always an easy thing to do, especially if that's quite new to you. 
Um, you know, and as as mums particularly, we we want to support everybody and create like a pleasant, happy, peaceful environment for everybody to be in. And sometimes it can feel that by saying no, that maybe you're disrupting things a bit. And that's that's difficult. So, you know, how you might actually go about this then is, you know, sometimes it's just standing up and saying, you know, actually, I misjudged that. And I would prefer if we tried this instead. Um, or, you know, sometimes it's just saying, like, I feel really frustrated right now. And, you know, it's fine for now, but I'd really appreciate if we could look at how we could do things differently next time. And I think in some relationships, that's easier than in others. So, for example, you might find it easy to express how you're feeling to your partner, but not to your parents, for example, or or vice versa. And so, you know, I guess that you can find the particular words yourself that are appropriate to that relationship and in a way that feels good for you. Um, and if you if you would like to investigate that any further or you need some inspiration or ideas, then you know, please get in touch and I'd be more than happy to, to help you out there. So yeah, I'd love to know how this lands with you. I would love to know if if I'm the only one who um, experiences frustration in this way. And if you do have a particular situation that's causing you lots of frustration and you do feel in that stuck place, then, you know, please do reach out. You can drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leeco. Um, and yeah, let me know what your key takeaway has been. So if, um, as I say, you probably you still have, if you're listening this to this podcast during the week of the 19th to the 23rd of April, you still have time to sign up for the mini series. Pop over to subscribepage.com forward slash busy to balanced. Um, and I'll look forward to seeing you there. And so until next week, have a fabulous week ahead. I know that here in Aberdeenshire, we have been reveling in the sunshine and actually a little bit of heat. And so wherever you are, I hope that you're getting to enjoy some of that as well. All right. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance in there every day. If you'd like to hear more, then come join my free five-day challenge on how to create more balance as a working mum from the 19th to the 23rd of April. Head over to at Debbie Lico on Instagram to sign up. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.